What's going on, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media. Once again, coming to you from the Ski Rex Media HQ and the final days, the home stretch of my isolation. I went and skied in New Hampshire, came back to Vermont, planned it poorly, was here for two weeks um, inside, staying away from people, which is fine. Made the time, did the best of it. It was fine. It was fine. I was able to make it fine, but not everybody can make it fine. It doesn't work out for everybody for scheduling reasons and and like, you know, life reasons. Whatever it is, the Vermont travel restrictions can be a pain in the ass. It's not for everybody. You know, not everybody can work around it. Some people can. Some people obviously can and do all the time. Um, fans of this uh, program, they've more than been okay with it. Um some, not all. Again, it's a pain in the ass, and I know that. Um, like I said, I shot myself in the foot not planning for the two-week isolation after I went to New Hampshire, which is stupid because I live here in Vermont. I've talked about the travel restrictions. I went the first night. The COVID-19 signs with the red bar or the red banner um, came out and took a picture of one. And coming up to the day I went down to Pat's Peak, it was like, yeah, dude, I have to isolate when I come back. That I totally forgot about it and I had to rework plans and move things around and change things. But I was in a position to do so. Now, this isn't really about me, though. This is about other folks. Other folks that can't or are respecting the travel guidelines. Some people are and some people aren't. That's just the, you know, that's just the reality of it. Some people respect it. Other people are not. And they're just out there traveling, doing what, you know, doing whatever, which, you know, to each their own. I've got no nothing to say about that. But for those who are respecting it, it is a pain in the backside because they can't get up here to ski or they can't go into New Hampshire to ski and then go back to Massachusetts, who has some uh, travel restrictions, I think, that are similar to Vermont's. Like they're similar enough where we had to my birthday's next month and we were going to go spend it in MGM Springfield. You know me. I talk about this. I like us. If Ski Rex Media is going to have a, uh, a subsidiary or, or a secondary program, it might be about casinos. It would probably be about road tripping and travel and that, like road trip travel first. But casinos would be up there on the list because I like them. Ski Rex Media Mountain Resort is going to have at least one casino in its base area. Believe me, that'll happen. Um, but the point is, all joking aside, couldn't go down to MGM Springfield because we just can't time it out. Uh, me and the people that would want to go with quarantining and isolating and traveling and getting their back kids and all kinds of other stuff making sure you know we're safe around each other you know all that stuff trying to just trying to do it right or at least do it by the rules you know depending on one's belief system about it or the belief in it or you know whatever again not talking about that part the fact is to respect it it's too big of a pain in the ass we're not going so for me to ski in massachusetts this year which may be a possibility. I still have to work stuff around because I have to make another trip into New Hampshire too. So between now and probably the beginning of April, I have to get into New Hampshire and into Mass. I think I can do it. I've looked at the calendar. I think I can do it. Anyway, off topic. The point is, it's a pain in the ass. And that brings us to the title, or not to the title, to the topic to which the title speaks to, the problem people are having with Vail. Now, this story started making the rounds last week, about a week ago, on the 15th, I think, uh, January 15th. And what it was about, um, a local news story in Boston, um, it, it, I can't remember the names of the people involved, which is probably better. They don't need me saying you know names or whatever, but 
a doctor down there, a few other people, one of the local news stations talked to, can't get their Epic Pass refund. Epic Pass run by Vail Inc. Now, there was the Epic coverage. Some people said at the beginning it was good. Some people said it wasn't. Tons of fine print. All this other stuff. These people cited travel restrictions. They say, we can't make it work. Our jobs do not allow us to make it work. Our lives do not allow us to make it work. We cannot take our Epic Pass outside of Massachusetts. Easily. We want our refund. You know, you could go to New Hampshire. There's a few out in, Ham- in New Hampshire. Was that Adatash? Um, and a few others. I, what is, uh, wow, I can't even remember. Isn't that terrible? I'm going to look at it. Um, Adatash, Wildcat, Sunapee. You know, all Vale Hills, you know, in Vermont, we have Mount Snow, Okemo, and Stowe. Um, you know, Hunter over in the Catskills. And then there's the Pennsylvania Mountains in the Northeast. Those are the Northeast uh, Hills. And there might even, even though I just looked at it, there's a couple I forgot. But um, they can't easily get out of Massachusetts. So they said, hey, we want a refund because we can't use our pass as, you know, the way we would like to, the way it was. We They can't use it. It's just not. There is no Massachusetts Epic Mountain, you know. So they go to get their refund and they were told no. And now they're pissed. So here's the deal. I know what I read. You probably know what you read if you know the story. Um, If you're on the East Coast, it's likely you know the story. If you were in the West, you may or may not know the story. If you just follow Vale on uh, social media, the various different hashtags that pertain to Vale and Vale Resorts, um, you've probably heard it. The thing is, because it is modern day media, we have to take it only so far. I don't know. The report I watched from the local news station, it could have been bias. It could have been, you know, they did openly admit that in the fine print of the um, Vail agreement to buy the Epic Pass, that travel issues, issues like this, would not be covered uh, by Epic coverage. Um However, it also does say that, you know, state-imposed stay-at-home quarantines and all this, but travel was different. I don't know how well that holds up. I don't know how ironclad it is. I didn't read the Epic Agreement because I didn't buy one. (laughs) I only reported on, I did news stories about the fact that they were selling them, what the pricing was, and how they're going to refund you if you can't use it or roll over, whichever theirs was, I don't remember. But... The thing is, is when you have an entire region locked down, and again, this could all be bias. I don't know. And Vale has said, you know, they're standing by their their decision not to refund. They're going, they're all in. But they'll come back around at the end of the season to try and retain, you know, customers. You know, they want to they want to keep their customer base just like anybody else would any other business. And what it comes down to is that the fine print is the fine print. And this is something that where it comes out of five fine print, it comes down to lawsuits. I'm not a big fan of lawsuits unless they are necessary, but this one might be. Um, it, again, I wish I could remember offhand what the report said the fine print said, but they weren't wrong. The travel might not be refundable the way, the way it's worded. But then again, it is mandatory, made mandatory by the states. You know, and it's not just one state, it's New England. You know, I don't know what Maine's doing, and I don't know what Connecticut and Rhode Island are doing. Um, but Mass, Vermont, um, actually, I don't really know what New Hampshire's doing either offhand. Only really Mass and Vermont. And, you know, it's because 
you know, they have their restrictions that are similar, you know, travel isn't easy. And I think Vale might have to put up for this one. They might have to, um, again, the fine print is there and you know, the way it's read, I'd have to agree with them, but here's the problem with that because it's not a question of voluntary travel. You know, it's not like these people are saying, well, I bought my Epic pass, can't use it on a regular season where they just can't go. That is on them. And I would agree with Vale 100% on that. But this is the state saying, if you leave and you come back, you need to sit inside and don't come here unless you've already sat inside. So that's the state doing it. There is a quarantine there. And those were their words. Stay at home and quarantine. We're in the agreement. So who's actually right? And again, I'd like to side with the mountain. I typically do side with the mountain and the operators, but I don't think I can this time. I can't. And it's it, it's just a question of business. And I, I say that because there is so much out there right now, so much veil hatred right now. And I see it everywhere. Now, granted, if hater things come out, people tend to jump on them. I don't know why. People gravitate towards hater stuff. That's why I try to fight the war on haters. Haters and tryhards. If we get them out of the way, the rest of us can have our fun. But there's so much veil hate right now. This is one of the reasons. And this is just one story. There could be local stories in Colorado, in, you know, California. I'll, I'll just, you know, not even big actual ski areas, but other places where people bought them thinking, hey, it'll be fine. And it wasn't fine. This could be a story you hear more. This could snowball that that to the point where Vail might not have a might not have a have a choice but to start handing out refunds. And I get why they don't want to. They're already losing money. I've seen, you know, some stories that say they're losing a, a bunch of money. <laughs> like more than the way it's painted is it's more than they can handle. Um, again, don't know how true it is. It's all mainstream media. I don't know if it's being dramatic. I don't know if those numbers are real, if those numbers are being misinterpreted. I don't know. Um, what I do know is I wouldn't be surprised if they're losing money, but this is going to make it worse. And they're not going to retain the customer base because people are just going to be like, you know what? I bought in because of the epic coverage. If I wasn't going to use my pass, I'd get my money back or at least a get it, get the pass rolled over to the next season. It sucks for the company, but next year people are going to come back. Like, believe me, like is, bottom line, this is all a business thing. Like it's only be, we're only talking about it because it's a ski, you know, it's, it's part of the ski industry, but it's a business thing. And right now that business stinks. Like they aren't doing well. Like for everything we think you put in, you have to put in, the, you have to put in the refund clause like if you're going to do it for 100%, like don't even worry about why they're doing it. Give them their money back. You know, just say, if you use this many days, you get this much back. If you get this many days, you get this much back. If you've been using it all winter from November to now, you don't get anything back. You know, make sure it's fair. But if you're going to put it in there, if someone can't get it, especially because they can't travel, because travel isn't easy right now. People are doing it. It's getting easier by the day in some places, but it's it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. You have to do it. It's terrible. And, and, and it's funny because you go to Vail's um, 
website and their most latest press release is about money to COVID-19 whatever they gave them money to, to whatever COVID-19 needed if it's help for frontline workers if it's it's if it's help for local economy I don't know how many millions they gave to that or whatever they did but it, 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 you can't do stuff like that at the risk of your customer base if that makes sense like if you're doing that, that's great, but you still have to remember you have to make your customers happy or that 9 million, I think it was 9 million to whatever COVID relief fund they gave it to, that's gone. You're not getting that back. It's You can write it off as a charitable donation or whatever it is, and that's fine and that's great if you have you know a crooked accountant who can really play that off, but there's only so far you can take that. The fact is that everything you've heard about Vale that they did good is now being offset by the one big bad. Um, I'm happy, you know, for Bob Katz, Rob Katz, who came out and was talking about race relations when that all went down. How he's been talking about COVID-19 and safety. That's great. But what and I'm not sure exactly how the business is run, but there is probably a board and that board is going to say that's where the buck stops. The CEO He's out. He makes a lot of money, so I'm sure he'll be all right. But he's out. If he cannot turn this around, turn the hate around. You can lose money all day. He could lose. They could lose money on this season all day as long as they get close enough to even, so they they can continue on to next year without having to sell off assets or of any kind, whether it be mountains, snow guns, groomers, snowmobiles, jackets, what have you. You know. As long as they can get close enough to even, that's fine. They can lose money all day. They can survive a terrible season. But if the people don't come back, you got nothing. And if he doesn't turn that around, you know, I'm not picking on Rob Katz. I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy. I don't know anybody in executive level ski industry anymore. But it has to be turned around. It has to be turned around now. Because this is just the latest. You know, now you have these Bostonians who are like, yeah, Epic sucks, so they won't give us our money back when we can't travel. And you could travel, but you can't travel. And that's that's the argument. You can, but you really can't. It depends on each person. You know, like I said, there are people who can work around this stuff easy. I just, I'm in the mid-range. I was able to work around it. Um, but, again, these Bostonians are only the latest. There has been photos and videos all over the place and I've said it like when this stuff first started coming out I was like we need to stop pushing this stuff out I know it sucks I know and I'll get to what it is but I know it sucks and I know it's a pain in the ass and it's bullshit but they're just putting out the again the veil lines you always hear about it and again you got to take those pictures and photos with the grain of salt because that line that went up the trail at Mount Snow which I didn't see even when I worked there I never saw a line like that it could have only been 10 minutes you know, they just started pumping them up the chairs, whatever. But there has been also um, pictures and video of lines to the ticket booths for day tickets. There has been um, the lift lines, the day ticket lines, rumors that Vail Mountains are, and again, it, they are the single mountains. Not every mountain has been, you know, not every mountain has had these rumors and these photos and stuff and this social media well, this social media bullshit, you know, they, they not all had it, but they're all part of that one big umbrella corporation, right? And 
it's all Vail Mountains. Like, there's other mountains, too. Like, I'm sure there's an Icon Mountain somewhere, an Altera Mountain, <coughs> excuse me, somewhere that's done the same thing. And I just missed it. But I've seen mostly the Vail Mountains that are doing this. Long ticket lines, no social distancing, overselling, overselling um, day tickets and still letting the people come. Um, the issue at Hunter with the um, ski patrol. Now, it's I've heard two things. One, ski patrol got sick. So ski patrol couldn't come in. So ski patrol, you know, they had to close the mountain down. You can't run a mountain without ski patrol. That's like your backbone. That's one of the that's one of the big main things to run the mountain. And that's at Hunter in New York. But there are also rumors going around that it was a that they quit. That it wasn't because they were sick. They quit because of some of the bullshit. Again, not sure what's true. I'm just saying it's rumors. I know the I know it came out in the news that they were sick. That's what Hunter put on their social media. Keep everybody safe. But, you know, you hear things. You just hear things. Not to mention problems with the reservation system at the beginning. Um, the cancellation issue, if you heard about that, people were getting uh, people were getting the email that said, you've canceled too much and now your, your privileges to book, you know, the, book whatever way you had to book have been revoked. And people are like, um, no, I never canceled a day yet. I've been there every single time I said I would. And it turns out that it that was indeed on the mountain. It was a tech issue. It's one thing right after the other. The biggest ski corporation in the world, I think. One of the biggest. Can't get their shit together. That's the one that should have their shit together. That's the one that should be leading everybody else in. Like, we're so big. That because we know what we're doing, we know what to do. When you throw us a curveball like a pandemic, we're going to sort that shit out. And if you want to know how to do it right, follow us. Fact is, everybody else is doing it right around them. I, I, I have heard very little bad things about the Icon Mountains. I have heard almost no bad things about the Indy Mountains. Any independent mountain, man, they've, and I've gone to them. I've been to a few. I'm going to go to more this coming week. You know, Thursday, I'm going to be at Bolton Valley um, for my first day out after the isolation. And, uh, you know, they, they haven't had any troubles. It's like they sat down and, and did it. And I understand that a ski corporation the size of Vail has a ton of, they have, you know, like, there's their U.S. operations alone. They have 49... Uh, not 49 states in total, obviously. And I don't even know why I said 49. I know there's no ski mountain of Epic in Hawaii, but I know there's not one in like Alabama either. So why I didn't do the math in my head. Anyway, you know what I mean? They have so many different states to deal with. New Hampshire, Vermont, Pennsylvania, um, Colorado, California, Alaska, and the Canadian mountains. I know they have Canadian mountains, right? I'm not wrong about this. Yeah, the Canadian mountains, you know, the ones in the Rockies, the ones in the PNW, all that good stuff. Yeah, there you go. Heavenly North Star Kirkwood, you know, all these other ones. I know those aren't the PNW. Those are in the West uh, Tahoe area. But um, the point is they have to deal with all a lot of restrictions, and that's great. But... That's when you don't blanket it. You don't say Vail Resorts is doing this. You say Vail owned resorts are doing what they need to do based on their state, which does a couple things. One, it makes it more accurate because they're dealing with it, number one. And number two, it gets your CEO out of harm's way because he said, I deferred to the mountains GMs. So it's on them. If you're going to fire anybody, fire them. Um, but you can't because it's blanketed. Um, you know, it's like... What are you going to do there? You can't do anything. So um, in the end, 
like I said, like I got in there. I know that kind of went around in circles, that whole rant, but they're going to have to do it if they're going to retain any kind of customer base. Like I'm sure they'll have enough to keep going or maybe at the beginning of next season they'll sweeten the deal. I don't know. Maybe they'll sell Epic for like 200 bucks to like whoever can get it for like the first 10,000 people. $200. Shit, I'd buy one for that. You know, even after all this bad press and people hating on it, um, I absolutely would. You know, and again, I could make, I could, an, an Epic Pass for 200 bucks um, and not be, even if I didn't, couldn't leave Vermont. I mean, Mount Snow, Stow, and Okemo, I could abuse the shit out of that, believe me. Um, but again, I'm in a place to do that. You know, I have mountains. Like I said, any I can abuse almost every single Mega Pass except the Mountain Collective Pass. It's the only one I can't. And that's during the pandemic time. Like, I'm going to get, you know, all of my days at Indy, for the Indy Pass probably at the Four Mountains. You know, that's, and you can say it's only eight days. I'm like, you're right, but I got, you know, I'm, I'm going to get New New Hampshire too and Mass because I can, if I can plan it out. Again, Planning for me is simple, and that's part of there. That was part of Vale's, the Epic Pass agreement, is that travel in that case, because I can make it work, but other people can't. So it's, you know, who's actually in the majority, who's in the minority there. So I get what they're saying. I mean, they it is kind of weak once you say, well, are you protecting the majority or the minority? Because are the majority of people able to travel and work around it, or is the, the people in the minority are able to travel and work around it? I don't know which is right, which is why that that one statement in there, one little piece of the clause, that whatever clause that's in in the agreement, that's kind of weak. Where the quarantine mandatory state stuff, um, again, I should have wrote that one down or had it set up on the computer. I've been going back and forth on the screen. Um, whatever it is, whatever it was, um, that one's going to be tighter because. These are state imposed. No, we don't necessarily have to stay home. It's not a shelter in place, stay at home, lockdown kind of order. But we are supposed to, you know, when we leave or when we go to, you know, especially Mass and Vermont, follow the rules, you know. So they're beat is what it comes down to. They are beat. And I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what the company's board is going to do with their CEO, um, especially with how vocal he has been about other issues, about social issues. He has been vocal. Um, we saw his open letter about race um, earlier in the uh, well, in the, about the middle of last year. Um, we've heard him talk about other thing, you know, around that time. He, he, he wrote a couple of open letters, I think, around that time. I don't remember how many course i'm also thinking tiger shaw did one too there was a lot of people doing it at any rate talking about that when they probably should not have um there are times where it's better to keep your mouth shut um you know and in business especially when you're that high up that's probably better to do like i get what you're saying i know you want to say it. i know you are the good guy but the good guy can turn into the the good guy on this can turn into the bad guy on something else because that's just the way it is sometimes and it's a shame unless it gets turned around then he'll be then he'll be hailed a hero like if he comes out and says refunds for everybody tomorrow then he's a hero and the whole thing goes away which not a bad business move in my opinion just make it go away throw the money at it you're fine man money money can do a lot of good things for you um you don't need it. I don't want to be rich. I don't need to be rich. I wouldn't mind being rich. I could work with that, but you know, I don't need to be, but money can, can uh, do a lot of things, but I don't know. It, it could help them here. They just have to spend it. So if you have had problems with Vail, 
I feel for you. Epic past stuff I feel for you. Um, especially if you're being honest about it. Again, the stuff in the media, I don't know how accurate it is. I can't know how accurate it is unless I, re- unless I start doing even more research. Um, but right now I'm here to talk. I'm here to commentate. And I'm going to say that Business 101, man, make the customer happy, as happy as you can. Um, obviously, don't, don't go so far as to do bad business doing that. Like, don't, don't give out Epic Passes for free next year. That's silly, obviously, in this example. But, you know, you have to go as close as you can to that extra mile to make sure you retain your customer base. Because there's plenty of, you know, someone else could open up. I mean, you never know. Les Auten is still out there. He's still out there. I, the last project I heard he was working on was up in northern New Hampshire, man. He was looking to put together a hill that was bigger than Killington, so he would have to be the biggest one in the Northeast. And uh, you never know. He could come back, and the American Ski Company could be reborn. You know, we don't know. Um, unlikely, but you know what I mean, right? Right. So if you had a problem with this, that's where I was going with this, is that you, there's other options. And that's unfortunate for Vail Inc. because there are other options. So... If you had the problem with it, there are other options. Let us all know. If you're being, especially if you're being honest, let us all know what your issue was. And again, I've talked to people, the Pennsylvania contingent, some of the Mid-Atlantic contingent, um, have said, "I've seen the lines. I've seen the bullshit. Here's pictures of it. Like I'm not playing around. Like this is bullshit, and this happened, and it sucks. And I feel bad for them. I really do, um, because it is causing problems, causing more problems than it's probably worth." You know, it's a pain in the ass. Um, but the more people keep talking about it, the more, the more, the bigger hit that company's going to take. And that's unfortunate for them. But I can't, you know, you can't save them all. That's just business, man. If you have gotten to the point where you can't do it. I mean, there it, it happens to a lot of businesses. You know, they get so big that they can't handle the little things anymore. Um, and you see it all the time. Like you see all that bullshit that Facebook goes through. They got so big, they don't know what the hell they're doing with themselves anymore. Um, Apple, same thing, man. Um, They've had issues, not big ones, but enough to know, you know, Google the same, that you get so big. It's part arrogance and part just letting your hands off the reins. You you just can't control it all, you know. Vail might have reached that point where they've gotten so big that they can't keep an eye on customer service, they can't keep an eye on operations, and they can't keep an eye on their people, on the people who should be running those two departments or those two areas of the business. And it's just you get so big and eventually you get so big and you just come crumbling down. And that happens with a lot of companies. We've seen it over the years time and time again. The ones that do get big and hold on are the ones that can, A, do right by their employees while at the same time doing right by their people and then work around that. I'm not a professional. I mean, I know a little bit about business. I'm not a businessman, but I know enough. And I know those basic ideas. And I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. You, I don't mind. You can contact Ski Rex Media at Ski Rex Forever. That's with the number four at gmail.com. The link is in the description. No matter if you're watching this on YouTube or IGTV. Or if you're listening to one of the many, many audio version platforms. Uh, Buzzsprout, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Um, and like Castro and a bunch of others most of which are in the description. I got to work on getting the rest of them linked. We'll get to that though. 
Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hashtag, hashtag watching. I do appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you did. Please put it in the comments if you did. Or like I said, there's the email. There's the contact form at skirexmedia.com. Or there's uh, direct messaging through Facebook and or Twitter and or Instagram. Right? Right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing. I will see you out there. Um, more episodes, more new episodes of the podcast to come. More um, recap and review videos to come as I should be at Bolton Valley tomorrow when this goes out. I'm recording on Monday, but it goes out on Wednesday, and I'll be skiing Bolton Valley on Thursday, and who knows if I'm going to be going out Friday, but Monday and Wednesday next week I might be going out. But anyway, we'll get into that another time. Keep an eye out on the uh, social media. Follow me on those. Subscribe on YouTube, and subscribe and follow on the audio versions. Right, right. Thank you, everybody. I'll see you out there. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your winter. Get out skiing if you can. If you do have any Vail stories, let me know. I'd love to hear them. Right? Later. Later.